Welcome to Soundings Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. In this podcast, we'll be hearing interviews from the sound healing pioneers who are featured on our Sonic Healing Meet the Masters video course. This is from Session 4, Prayer, Medicine, and Tibetan Mantra, featuring Barbara Dossi. Barbara Dossi is a pioneer in the holistic nursing field and author of many award-winning books. As an educator, consultant, researcher, and lecturer, she works to advance the practice of holistic nursing by integrating non-traditional viewpoints with a high degree of scientific awareness. In addition to her numerous books, manuals, and handbooks on holistic nursing, critical care nursing, and nurse healers, she has also written extensively about Florence Nightingale's life and work. Enjoy. I'm Barbara Dossi from Santa Fe, New Mexico, and currently am Director of Holistic Nursing Consultants. Uh, I'm an author uh, and write about holistic nursing, and I'm absolutely passionate, too, as a Nightingale Scholar, about the uh, healing and leadership and the global action uh, mission that Nightingale has left us. And I think it's very interesting, as y'all are uh, doing your video on music, is to look at Nightingale's quote on, uh, on music. And she has in her notes on nursing, it's written it in 1860. She speaks about music and she says that music has scarcely at all been noticed with the sick. And it is important to look at stringed instruments, uh, the flute, and uh, those uh, instruments that can make a light, continuous sound. And she also said the human voice is very important, and, and we needed to study more about that. So here we are, Nightingale writes that in 1860, and now here we are in uh, 21st century nursing, and we are able to really integrate and create what Nightingale had the vision for. So one thing that's very exciting in my 40 years of nursing, which is hard to believe now, is how we have really come along in that period of time. We started out in the 60s and the word healing was not even used. In fact, uh, I remember taking my first Healing Touch workshop and coming back to the hospital and the uh, head nurse of the hospital heard that these five nurses had gone and were doing healing touch and she did not want any healing to happen in her hospital. <laughs> but luckily, and it is truly a joy right now to see how innovative nurses are uh, in using music. The exciting thing for me right now in nursing is that we are really beginning to explore what creates a healing environment. Music is definitely one aspect that can help us create that uh, healing environment. I've had the opportunity to use music with patients with acute chronic pain uh, in biofeedback laboratories uh, and working with people, uh, teaching them how to select music, uh, how to uh, do short phases of blending the relaxation and the imagery uh, in their practice sessions, and starting audio and music uh, cassette recording uh, programs in hospitals and in clinics. And the other thing that is so important too, and I'm doing a lot of work right now, is really helping nurses explore what does healing mean? 
and how important it is for them to care for themselves. Uh, the workplace is very stressful. And what is important is nurses learn how to engage in these modalities and use them and then also integrate them in their life away from the clinic and from the hospital. Um, it has a tremendous effect in who they are in their work. I'd love to say something about Florence Nightingale. Uh, many people who are watching your video probably know her name, do not know who she is, uh, but she was a British woman and she is the founder of Modern Secular Nursing. Uh, the thing that's very exciting to me is Nightingale was born in 1820 and she died in 1910. Most people put her back there at about 1860. So I am very hopeful right now in healthcare. Uh, the wheels have literally come off of healthcare, uh, and what we can do is create the capacity for bringing healing into the acute care setting. I am uh, thrilled to be uh, part of uh, a marvelous group called the American Holistic Nurses Association. And this is a group of uh, like-minded men and women who understand the healing arts, the responsibility and their ability and capacity to blend both traditional and complementary and alternative therapies in the workplace. And when this is done, healing takes on a whole different dimension. And I'm always fascinated by what happens on a floor when you see patients using music, taking advantage of either a music channel that might be on, uh, on the television rather than watching you know, all the trauma that you see on TV every day. Uh, and those nurses that bring around uh, music carts that will have different selections of music and teach them how to blend relaxation and imagery and music as they are trying to maybe sleep better or working with acute or chronic pain and the difference that it makes. In the 19, well, it was in the mid uh, 80s uh, we really began to focus very much on creating, helping patients, you know, co-create with them their ability to learn how to use these techniques of relaxation. And certainly music was a big part of that. And um, I can remember one woman uh, that just stands out in my mind, one of the first people that just, it really hit me what this means. And she had severe Raynaud's. Um, and what that is, is there's decreased blood flow to the hands. And her hands were always just ice cold. And she would, and, and she had such poor circulation to her fingers that literally once a nail would start growing out, it was so brittle that it would just, you know, flip off. But anyway, the thing that she did was choose music, and it was harp music. And after about three weeks, her ability to warm her hands, learning how to use imagery to truly have that experience of what warm hands would feel like, and all of the ways of bringing a, a new awareness to the sensations of what normal hands felt like. Because her image had been, they're awful, they're ugly, they hurt, I can't keep nails, and she would you know, constantly just walk around, beautiful woman, but she'd walk around like this and you'd never be able to, to see her, her hands. She was just so embarrassed about her inability to keep nails and then she learned these skills. So that's just one example. But I think the, the challenge that we have uh, with the people that we have the privilege of taking care of and uh, really walking that journey during illness is to help them look at stress and anxiety. 
uh, people don't choose to be in clinics or hospitals and there is a very short stay now with patients and when we can help them in those periods of time when nurses or you know people are not in there to integrate these skills it will help them uh, in their uh, ability to do this. It's very interesting I had a friend that uh, went in for um, a cardiac cath yesterday and he had a 95 percent blockage in his uh, you know in his coronaries and uh, he's uh, scheduled for a triple bypass and it, it was just fascinating he is a musician and to talk with him over the phone, he said, I'm really scared. And no one had talked to him about, you know, what, it was just, you know, what to expect for surgery and so forth. And I said, you know what you can do for yourself? Think about the joy that you get from music. Just imagine that you were there either playing your guitar, one of your slow pieces, or you're singing your song. Feel that vibration. And every time that you feel yourself getting anxious or afraid, and don't know what you're going to do, uh, just go back to that place of music. And he said, this is amazing, thanks. And I can't wait to talk to him because I think it will make a difference because music is his life. <laughs> I'd like to say a little bit about stress. I know that everyone that's going to be watching your video certainly understands life at its fast pace. It's hectic. We all have more on our plates that we can possibly get done in a day's time. And our responsibility is truly to learn how to care for ourselves. If we aren't caring for ourselves, we can't care well for others. And we can't really be in good relationship with the people we live with, the people we work with, and uh, the people that we're working with in the community. So when we look at stress, what happens is if we are constantly, uh, and a good analogy to use is on the treadmill, the treadmill of life, what we have to do is literally step off. And of what are those things that we can do to create those skills of where we can take three to five minutes just to be quiet. And I'm always amazed in working with my nurse colleagues uh, to say, I don't have time to take a break. But what happens when they're working eight, 10, 12 uh, hours? Thank you for listening to our Soundings podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.